For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the seventh inning. Cougars up 3-0. Brian Sue, the hitter for BYU. 2-0 count now on Sue as Emanuel's first two pitches are out of the zone. Cougars looking to add to their lead here in the seventh. With the top of the order coming up, Sue, ground ball, third baseman on a short hop, makes a good play and throws uh, Brian out for out number one. I'll bring Brian Call to the plate. Brian wearing number eight on the back of that uh, Cougar blue jersey. Cougars in the Cougar blue and uh, gray pants. And Call flies one to center field. Ward goes back and makes the catch for out number two. Brock Hale now steps in. He doubled in a run, first run of the ball game. Back in the sixth. And then he eventually came around to score. So Hale with the probably the biggest hit of the ball game for BYU as he checked his swing foul to pitch off. Brock hit it to the deepest part of the ballpark here and straightaway center field, short hopped the wall and drove the runner in. Here's the 0-1. That's over for a call strike two. Portland just hit a grand slam against San Diego in the fifth and are now up seven to nothing. Portland, to me, is the great mystery of the West Coast Conference this year. Here's the 0-2. Up a little bit high for a ball. They came in 2-13 uh, and 13 in the conference. I didn't expect them to be the, the top, but I thought they'd be mid-range, you know, but maybe battling 4th, 5th, 6th. But they have really struggled since uh, starting the season out against BYU and Provo, and Cougars hammering them pretty good. They just have not been able to get on track. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they were on a roll. They had were, the best record yeah, in the conference. Best record, the most wins. I think they were at 15 wins coming yeah. into our place. And what do they have now? 20. So only five games since then. Hale hammers one. Left center field. That's going to be in for extra bases. Brock around first base. And Brock Hale is going to end up with a two-out double. Yeah, good swing right there. I like that line drive swing for Brock. Back-to-back doubles for him. Now you got a chance for Clough to to add to this right here. And he'll get another. They're going to put Clough on. Wow. They don't want to see him. They're not going to let him hit. They're playing percentages. So his on-base percentage will just keep rising. I talked to Jackson's dad before the game. He came in from Boise, and he's got to be upset. Yeah. (laughs) They put him on twice. (laughs) Well, Kringlin steps in again with an opportunity. He's flown out, singled, and walked in the ballgame. And Emanuels with runners now at first and second base, and the first pitch to Kringlin's over for a strike. This Washington team heads to Portland on Tuesday. They must play Oregon or Oregon State. No, they got got Arizona State back here. Oh, wow, that's interesting. This next weekend. 
Pitches down low for a ball. They also have to visit Washington State. Utah is uh, three games scheduled here, and then uh, Cal here. So the really the rest of this, the the uh, Pac-12, much easier schedule for this team. One-one pitches outside ball two, and most of the games here at home. Yeah, Portland's only a three-hour drive, so that that makes sense that they could drive there and back on the same day to play a midweek. Two balls and a strike. Pitch to Kringlin. Swing and a miss. Two and two the count. Looked like a pitch might have been in a little yeah, bit I on think Keaton. It, it would have been ball three inside. Well, now you got a battle. Two-two count. They, just, they intentionally walk Clough to face you. Take that personal, key. Two and two. Pitch to Kringlin. Ball hit pretty well. Center fielder, however, Ward is there. He'll track it down, make the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired here in the seventh inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, two runners left. We are through six and a half. Three for BYU, nothing for Washington on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Nick Roberts will step in for... Washington as we go to the bottom of the seventh. Sterner has limited Washington to a one base hit in the ball game. As we start the bottom of the seventh, first pitch is a little bit low, ball one. That hit came back in the third inning by Ben Baird, a single to center. Got a little wind blowing directly in. That's why you haven't seen... Too many balls hit that back uh, near the uh, wall today. Rock Hales by far the ball that's hit the hardest. The I just double off the wall. Cannot figure out this place at all. Ball in a strike. And here is Sterner's pitch. Fouled off. One and two. Looks like we got a defensive change out there. Jelich came in for Nyberg. Now in center, and uh, McIntyre moved to left. So Mitch in left, Danny Jelilich in center. There's a fastball, got away a little bit from Sterner, and the pitch is up high, two and two. So Jelilich will hit in Hobbs Nyberg's uh, spot in the order. Oh, pitch again, way high for ball three. Yeah, that was like not even close. Get back in his zone here, make him earn it. Three-run lead, been throwing fantastic. Seventy-five pitches, swing and a miss. Came back with a good fastball. And got Nick Roberts for the strikeout. One man down, and uh, Nick Kale steps in. Kale steps in. He's 0 for 2 today. He is a junior out of Simi Valley, California. We're starting to move around a little bit in the bullpen. Looks like uh, Drew Zimmerman B. 
beginning to toss the ball around. First pitch inside, ball one. You would think the Zimmerman would be the man here late inning has not had to throw in the series. You also have Reed that you could throw as well. Pitches up a little bit high, ball two. You got Inouye, you got Reed, you got uh, a couple other guys that are available. Two old pitch ball popped straight back. Big swing by Kale. Yeah, these conditions with that wind blowing directly in off the lake, Lake Washington here in uh, Seattle. Really, really difficult unless you pull a ball right down the line to hit this, uh, hit it out of the ballpark. The uh, 2-1 pitch just a little bit off the plate, 3-1. and one. Yeah, and this is the inning that you can tell that Sterner hasn't been as comfortable with his location like he has been all game. Missed a couple of real big misses when he hasn't done that all day, so you can tell he might be getting a little tired. 3-1 pitch, ball hammered deep left field, back goes... McIntyre, and he's there and makes the catch, and I'll guarantee on any normal day that ball's out of here. Oh, absolutely. That ball was absolutely crushed by Kale. But that one blowing directly in from left center field knocked that ball down. And that ball was hammered right into the teeth of it, just like you said. Kale 0 for 10 now in this series. Wow. Who would have thought that? Came in batting about 415 and... Now he's in the 390 range. And this late in the season, when you have over 100 at-bats, it's, it's hard for your average to move. There's a ball hit pretty well. Right center field over goes Jelilich. Danny's going to get there and make the catch. Great play by Jelilich. Went over into the gap, and he had to come back in as that wind yeah, he brought did. the ball back. So he had to kind of redirect and make the great play. Had to go down on his knees and make the catch. And the Cougars retire the Huskies here in the seventh. They continue to lead three to nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Pitches down low. Just shows you how hot he's been the last month, Brent. Do you remember just three weeks ago he was batting 220, and now he's 293. That's an unbelievable jump to be able to have your average climb like that in just a three-week span. 2-0 pitch inside, almost hit him again. You know, Mac uh, does kind of crowd the plate, but uh, fortunately he got hit on the bill of the cap or the bill of the yeah. batting helmet. And, uh, that, that could cause some damage, but it uh, glanced away from him. Pitches up high, so on four pitches, McIntyre with a base on balls. And, and that will bring Nyberg, or not Nyberg, that will bring Jelilich to the plate. And i got to believe a bunt right here. Danny, a very good bunter. Yeah, especially with Mitch's speed. Move him over and give the next two guys a chance to, to drive in the fourth run. Third baseman about even with the bag. And Emanuels from the stretch will throw to first and McIntyre back in safely. Same kind of thing. Seems like always the bottom third of the order. Guys sacrificing and Need a couple of hits here. There's a nice bunt by Jelilich, picked up by Kale. He 
Throws to first and just got Jelich by about a half a step. Danny really motoring down the line. Almost beat it out. Man, that was the craziest thing. I don't know if you noticed there, Brent. Right as that pitch was thrown, Danny Jelich's Evo shield that he wears on his elbow fell off and was just dangling. So that, that's <laughs> got to be awkward. to be. You know, you go to bunt and all of a sudden it's like, oh, what the heck? But it still did it be able to get the bunt down, and he almost beat it out. Now Valdez steps in with a. Every time he's been up there, he's had an RBI opportunity, and the first pitch to Abe is over for a strike. Yeah, and he, he won that battle last time up and got a, a nice little full count walk to bring in the, the third run. McIntyre at second, pitch to Valdez, a swing and a miss. 0 and 2. Good slider right there. He throws the get-me-over slider for strike one, and then he throws that tight swing and miss slider that started the same spot, and Abe couldn't hold up. Now he's in an 0-2 count. Jacobson in the on-deck circle. As Emanuel's the pitch, and again, Valdez swings and misses, goes down on strike, so two men out. And that will bring uh, Jacobson to the plate. Casey's 0 for 3. Two ground outs and a strikeout. Now he did hit that ground ball up the middle hard his first at bat where they were just playing him up the middle. He just needs to hit one in the six hole. Yeah, Cougar's looking for a big two-out hit here. They've had a couple of big two-out walks with bases loaded to score a couple. Now they're looking for an RBI single from Jacobson, who's got uh, nine on the year. McIntyre at second base, two men out. And the big right-hander, Steve Emanuel's on the hill for the Huskies, and that ball's popped up. Shallow left field, shortstop going out. And now he's called off. Oh, wow. is dropped by the center fielder. Braden Ward came a long way, called the shortstop off, and then it glanced off his glove, and the Cougars score a run. Wow. I mean, you take the, you'll take the break, but uh, the shortstop should have caught that ball. He was planted underneath it, and he let the Ward call him off. And Ward, it was like nonchalant, looked up at the last second and pops right out of his palm. And with that wind coming in, you knew Bramasco yeah. realized that, so he went out hard. He was camped under it, and then as he, as he heard Ward coming in, just got out of his way. Yeah. Ward made the mistake, and the Cougars benefit with their fourth run, and uh, Brian Sue steps in. That ball couldn't have been any kind of a sun situation for Ward. He just had to come a long way, and we've seen the great speed that he has. But, again, that's a ball that the shortstop should have care, uh, caught. So a little bit of a gift here for the Cougars in the eighth inning. And Sue hits this ball. Bramasco, the shortstop's got it, and he'll throw to first. And the Cougars are retired in the inning. They did get one run. No hit, one error. And one man left. We are through seven and a half. Four nothing now. BYU over Washington on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Defensive replacement Zach Peterson into the ball game, second base for the Cougars. He takes over for Brian Sue. Kringlin will remain at first base. So Peterson in. 
And still on the hill for BYU is Justin Sterner, who, who has been magnificent on the mound tonight for the Cougars. Colton Casanelli steps in. He's 0 for 2 on the day. Casanelli, the first baseman, limited to bats this year. Got a start on, due to his uh, great play last night. And the first pitch from Sterner is outside ball one. A couple of more updates. Uh, San Francisco leading Pacific 9-2 in the seventh. St. Mary's leading LMU 6-1. to one. That game being played in Moraga. Portland leading USD uh, 7 to nothing. That I think that's being played down in San Diego also. It is, yeah. Pitch is over for a strike. And Gonzaga leading Santa Clara 6-2 to two in the top of the ninth. So the West Coast Conference, four teams with 10 wins or more. And the 1-1 pitch from Sterner is a curveball. It's up a little bit high for a ball. Cougars' Drew Zimmerman is the only one in the pen right now throwing. So it looks like he will be the guy if uh, Sterner tires or they decide to make a change. 2-1 pitch, a swing and a miss. I'm not sure I remember an overpowering performance like this by a BYU pitcher, a one-hitter through seven innings. Yeah, he's uh, been fantastic today. And here's a 2-2. Big high hopper out toward Clough. He's got a hustle. He's got it. No, he doesn't have it. Infield single. Boy, you know, he had more time, I think, than he thought he had because Casanelli does not run well. But just a big high hopper landed right over the mound. And really, I'm not sure if he could have got him even if he had cleaned it, uh, gloved it properly. Yeah, it would have been close, but you're right. I tell you what, uh, and that's sometimes how rallies get started. It's what you do to the next batter that really counts. He's up to 88 pitches now. Mason Cerillo steps in. Cerillo was struck out twice against Sterner. And the first pitch, a swing and a miss for strike one. Cougars return home tomorrow morning. And then head to Pacific on Wednesday for a Thursday, Friday, Saturday matchup with the Tigers. Here's the 0-1 ball fouled off. Owen to the count to Surio. He'll be followed by Raleigh Nichols, the DH. Cougars with three in the sixth, one in the eighth. They lead this one by a score of four to nothing. All fouled off again. We mentioned the Cougars have played an eight three-game series this year. They've won six of the eight. And looking to make it seven of nine here in Seattle with this uh, 
game uh, today. Here's the 0-2, and that's outside. Boy, you just think about uh, last night. We were all thinking that game was going to be canceled and we'd be playing a doubleheader yeah. here today. But uh, weather relented, and uh, Cougars and Huskies got that one in. Cougars won that one 7-3. A ball and two strikes. Justin Sterner. From the stretch, here's the pitch. That's up high for ball two. Well, and what's so crazy about the two series that we lost is we lost two of those games to the Zags by a run in the opening conference weekend, and one of those is an extra in like 13 innings, 11 innings, I think. And then uh, then we lose to San Diego game two in extra innings on a missed call on at a the disputed play. disputed call. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't necessarily lose the game because correct, of the call, correct. but we weren't able to win the game we because able to of the finish call. the game. Right. What's ever happened with that? Was there any they, blowback they, from yeah, the conference there? The, they just came back and said, "Hey, we're sorry. They missed the call." Well, what do you do about that? And that's all we've heard from there. Is they're sorry. Two balls, two strikes. Sterner's pitch is fouled off again by Surreal. Surreal. Uh, Sterner now up to 94 pitches. So you've got to believe he's getting close. Big, strong kid. This is, uh, hasn't haven't, hadn't had to throw too many times into the hundreds that, yet this year. Hasn't walked a batter, has seven strikeouts. What an outing by Justin Sterner. Here's a 2-2. Fly ball, easy play for... McIntyre, he'll get under it, make the catch for out number one. That'll bring Raleigh Nichols to the plate. Another, he is a left-hander. Now Mike Littlewood out, and that's going to be it for Sterner. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with uh, Drew Zimmerman on the hill for the Cougars. Great performance by Sterner on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Drew Zimmerman into the ball game for BYU. Zimmerman leads the Cougars in uh, saves on the year. One win, one loss, four saves. This will be his 17th appearance. He's thrown 25 innings, has 28 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 248 against Zimmerman. He has given up four home runs on the year. So Zimmerman... Into the ball game, runner at first base, one man down here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Cougars now have uh, Inouye and McLaughlin beginning to throw just in case in the bullpen. When Zimmerman is right, he is lights out. Oh, he is phenomenal. He's one of the best closers in the country. When he's got location, it's almost impossible to hit this kid. One man out. And Nichols who is 0 for 2 today, steps in. 
And here is Zimmerman's first pitch. Pitch gets away from Valdez, goes over near the Washington dugout on a pitch in the turf. So a wild pitch by Zimmerman moves the runner into scoring position. Valdez just unable to get on top of that baseball and got away from him. One and all the count. And here is Zimmerman's pitch, and that's a down low ball too. Interesting, Zimmerman right there in the windup, still looking at the bag at second base, and it was halfway through his delivery. Oh, wow. And here's the 2-0 pitch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kind of the same thing there, only not quite as dramatic. Two balls and a strike. To Raleigh Nichols. Zimmerman again looking at second. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Out toward first base, it'll roll foul. Kringlin over there gloved it about two feet in foul territory right in front of the bag. So two balls, two strikes the count to Raleigh Nichols. Cougars with a 4-0 lead. They're in the bottom of the eighth here in Seattle. Husky ballpark. As the Cougars trying to win this series against uh, Washington. Looking for a big strikeout right here. He's got that changeup he can go to. Slider or elevated fastball. 2-2 pitch. Missed outside, ball three. Boy, the one thing you can't do is just walk people. You gotta, you gotta throw strikes. Four nothing lead. You're four outs away from a win. And the pitch, ball fouled off. Yeah, I mean we've talked about that so many times this year. Just make them earn it, right? If he hits a hit, he gets a hit, but but no freebies. That's how you get, get, let a team back in a game. In 3-2, here's the pitch from Zimmerman. Ball just fouled at the plate. Cougars, Justin Sterner, outstanding today. Through seven and a third innings of uh, two-hit baseball. Shutout ball. Did not walk a batter. And here's a 3-2 ball grounded out toward uh, Kringlin. He's got it. He'll throw the ball to Zimmerman, who steps on the back for the out. Good play there by Kringlin and Zimmerman, who got there quickly. Yeah, really good PFP right there. And now you, uh, you go against Beard here and say, okay, hey. 
find a way to because that's that's Sterner's run at third. You want to pe- pick up your starting pitcher for a fantastic start, and you want to leave him there and keep a zero on the board because hey, pitchers want zeros. They want shutouts because then they get pitchers BP next week, and they take pride in that. Now Zimmerman will work from the windup, and the first pitch to Baird is a little bit outside ball one. Boy, the outfield is really drawn in against Baird with that wind blowing in. And here's the 1-0 pitch. Baird grounds this one foul over near the Cougar dugout. One ball and a strike. You know, I've been saying all weekend that I think our outfielders are playing too deep. And comparatively, when you watch the way that the Washington outfielders play, they know their park, right? And it seems like finally in game three, it's like, okay, hey, we're starting to kind of figure that out as far as the depth goes. <laughs> especially, you know, especially today with exactly. the wind, a little more pronounced blowing straight in. Pitches a little bit low for a ball. Where did that miss? Two balls and a strike. But you're right. Bear. I mean, we've seen some hammered balls go absolutely nowhere. I mean, Brock Hill was the only one that had the strength to, to push it through that wind to the wall. 2-1 pitch. Baird fouls this one off. Get a velo on him. I don't, actually. It doesn't seem to have the overpowering 92, 93-mile-an-hour fastball that we've seen out of Zim in the past. 2-2 pitch. Zimmerman's pitch is up a little bit high for ball three. Yeah, he's not getting on top of that slider like he normally does. On deck is Ramon Bramasco, the number nine hitter in the order. And here is Zimmerman with a 3-2 pitch out of the windup. Ball little looper out towards Zach Peterson. He loves it, throws the first in time for the out. Wow. And the Cougars get out of the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through eight complete, 4 nothing. BYU leading Washington on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Brian Call steps in for the Cougars, takes the first pitch over for a strike. Brian is uh, 0 for 3 today. Did have a sacrifice bunt back in the sixth inning. Hit a couple balls hard earlier. He did. Ball and a strike to Brian Call. Ball grounded uh, fair down the first baseline. Big one hopper right to the first baseman who makes the play unassisted. One man out. And Brock Hale steps in. Brock, a pair of doubles his last two times up. Does have an RBI and a run scored in the game. Brock, the senior out of Mesa, he's got his average up to 331 now with 44 hits on the year. First pitch all the way back to the screen for ball one. Brock, second on the team in RBIs with 29. Leads the team in home runs with seven. And just a rock-solid right fielder. Pitch is swung on and missed. I think it's funny that they've been pitching to Brock all weekend, but just they just want to intentionally walk Jackson. 
He's just as deadly. <laughs> He's got more career power than, than Jackson. Two guys that uh, have both been national players of the week this year for the Cougars. Pitch is up a, a little bit high. I guess it's the old pick your poison, right? Yeah. And really it comes down to they don't want to walk Brock to get to Jackson. They're, they're, they're trying to play the hand of, okay, who's behind Jackson, and that's the struggle in Keaton. Ball hammered center field. That's going to drop in front of Ward, so Brock Hale's third hit. The hit, real head scratcher was the one they had Michaels walk the left-handed hitting Clough. Uh, yeah. I didn't and that, w- that was the inning that things fell apart. It turned into three Hit a runs. couple of batters. Yeah. And uh, Cougars two hits, a bunch single, and three runs scored in that six. Well, that walk turned into two more runs in that inning. So One man out, Clough steps in. Clough, big swing, fouls it back. Hey, he finally gets the hit. First swing he's gotten to take in the last seven innings. <laughs> two hours. Yeah. Down in the cage, doing a little uh, <laughs> BP work. No balls and a strike. Runner at first base for BYU. They lead four to nothing. We're in the ninth inning here in Seattle. Curveball up a little bit high. Cougars and the Huskies non-conference uh, contest. On a beautiful day Saturday after fighting rain Thursday and Friday here in Seattle. I honestly didn't think that this city had sunshine. I didn't believe it. The three days I've been here, I've never seen it. So nice to actually see that there is sun in Seattle. You come back here in uh, May, June, July, all the way through like October. It's just absolutely perfect. But then then that goes away. And there's a reason there's so many lakes up here. Yeah. There really is. <laughs> there are lakes everywhere. There's water everywhere. And the scene we're looking at on here today is just really one of the most beautiful in college baseball. 1-1. Pitch to Clough a little bit inside for ball two. I hear Clough's got a little brother, 14 years old. It's a pretty good player. He does. Talking to his dad. Yeah. I can't talk about him, but uh, but you're well, welcome, you're welcome I too. Can. That pitch is a fly ball, right fielder or left fielder coming over. And foul territory makes the play for out number two. And that'll bring Kringlin up. Keaton is one for three today. He's flown out twice. His hit came back in the fifth, the single up the middle. And he walked in the sixth. That was the big inning for the Cougars when they put uh, three on the board. They scored an unearned run in the eighth. And that's right where we are, four to nothing. Pitch to Kringlin over for a strike. Kringlin has uh, played a little left field this year, a little DH, a little first base. I was joking with him in the dugout the other day. He's got a mitt for everything. Needed to get him a catcher's mitt as he swings and misses at the 0-1. And he just needs a, a, a pitcher's glove, right? And he's got everything. Call him the old Swiss Army knife. No balls, two strikes to Kringlin with uh, Hale at first base. 
And here is Emanuel's pitch. That's over for a call, strike three, and the Cougars go down here in the ninth. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth, 4 nothing. Cougars leading on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Ramon Bramasco will lead it off for Washington. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Drew Zimmerman on the hill, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. Moscow is 0 for 2 today. This is only his third at bat, and here we are in the ninth inning. Justin Sterner, outstanding today on the hill for BYU. There's a pitch that's on the inside corner for a strike. Yeah, seven and a third innings, only giving up, only gave up two hits. It's exactly what you need on a Saturday when you're trying to win a series. 1-1 pitch up a little bit high, four ball two. Pitch is just off the plate. And the count now three and one. And Inaway and McLaughlin are in the pen, both throwing. And there's a 3-1 pitch. That's over for a strike. Oh, make him hit it right here. Go attack him. No freebies. Four-run lead here in the ninth. Make them earn everything. Top of the order up. In the on-deck circle, Braden Ward. Ball fouled at the plate. A good pitch there. Real good pitch. Three balls, two strikes to Ramon Bramasco. 3-2 pitch. Just missed inside for ball four. So a walk to lead off the ninth inning. And Ward, the left-hander, will step in. Braden Ward is 0 for 3 today. He has flown out twice, and his last time up grounded into a double play. 4-6-3 double play off the bat. Had a big air two innings ago, an inning ago. Cost his team a run. Misplayed a fly ball. And the first pitch is inside ball one from Drew Zimmerman. Well, Drew loves to make things interesting. Drew appeared to be a little more confident coming out of the windup. And he was early out of the stretch. We'll see what he does here. And the 1-0 pitch, and that's over for a strike. Cougars four runs on six hits, one error. And Washington no runs on two hits. They've also committed one error. And a quick throw to first, and back in safely, Bermasco. Ward, the sophomore, out of Merced, California. Here's the 1-1 pitch, a swing and a miss. Boy, there's that good change. 
to that left-hander, almost unhittable. Yeah, and that's why fastball command is so huge for Drew. When he's throwing his fastball for strikes, now he can throw that pitch off of it. It's, it's unhittable. It really is. One ball, two strikes. Zimmerman looks at first. Got the sign. And here's the pitch. Just off the plate, ball two. Well, Ward has 30 strikeouts and 119 at-bats. Does have 17 walks. 33 hits. Go attack him right here. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch, line drive, right field. In comes Brock Hill. He has to short hop it. And the Huskies are going to have runners at first and second base with nobody out. Here in the bottom of the ninth on a ball hit very hard by Braden Ward. We're going to get a pitching change right here as Coach Mike Littlewood out. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Reed McLaughlin brought into the ballgame. McLaughlin 5-1 on the year, 1.69 earned run average. Gave up the home run on Thursday night to beat the Cougars 1-0, but this kid has been great for BYU this year. True freshman out of Arizona. This will be his 17th appearance. That leads the Cougars. He's thrown 37 innings, and opponents are only hitting 194, less than 200 against him. As McLaughlin uh, will inherit runners at first and second base with uh, nobody out here in the ninth. Cougars with a 4-0 lead. And we'll see who they're going to run up there. Number 27, Washington's going to send up Michael Petrie. He's a backup catcher, sophomore out of Mercer Island, Washington. Right-hander, he will face uh, McLaughlin. Petrie on the year is hitting 385. He's had 13 at bats, five hits. And Reed McLaughlin, his first pitch to Petrie is over for a call strike. Well, Reed's been in this position a lot this year. He comes in in these situations and it's just ice in his veins. Big spot again. Petrie, as we mentioned, number 27, has started three games, only played in eight games, so only 13 at-bats, but does have the five hits. One of those hits was extra bases, a double. Pitches up just a little bit for ball one. Well, they got their dude on deck who is absolutely due because he hasn't got a hit in this series. You want to go attack him right here and not make it to where he's the tie-in run. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Petrie hits the ball pretty well. Jelic in center field able to get there, make the catch. Runner's not able to advance. So Petrie hit it hard. Jelic able to run it down for out number one. 
you know, both teams today have hit some really hard balls that just hang up there. Well, Definitely nice. a pitcher's ballpark to conditions today. Yeah. It's nice to know that Kale can hit a three-run shot here and you still have a lead. That's right. But then he doesn't run well, so you're looking, you had a chance for a double play right here to, to, to win the ball game. His last at-bat, boy, he smashed one that would have been out any other day. Outfield playing deep. Nick Kale steps in. And the first pitch from Reed McLaughlin is a little bit high for ball one. I think Kale was hitting 419 coming in, I believe. We'll have to look at that. But his average has dropped all the way down to 383 with his 0 for 10. And here is McLaughlin with the 1-0 pitch. A little bit low for ball two. Well, he's sitting dead red right here. He loves, he's a fastball hitter. Two-oh pitch. That's over for a strike. Good spot. Live right there. It's hard to hit that pitch right there hard. And if you do, it's just in the ground. Yeah, Caleb was hitting 419 coming in, 10th nationally, first in the Pac-12. 549 on base percentage coming into this series, which is third nationally. And slugging percentage was fifth nationally. Here's a 2-1. Ball hit pretty well. Back goes Brock Hale. He is there. He is under it, and he will make the catch. Runner from second base will advance to third, but a big out right there off the bat of Kale, who ends up 0 for 11 in this series. Going to drop below 280. Uh, th- sorry, 380. <laughs> well, bring Connor Blair up. And another big reason why that's a big out is because now Blair, who hit the home run off of Reed, the only, the only run of the game on Thursday on a breaking ball, can only make it a, a one-run game if he leaves the yard here. So, And trust me, this is the guy that Reed wants to face right now to win the game after, la- after Thursday's outcome. Connor Blair has been shut down today by the Cougars, uh, 0 for 3, but he was 4 for 8 coming into the game with three RBIs. And here is McLaughlin's pitch, and that is over the outside corner, knee high for strike one. Boy, Reed just just absolutely has fastball command. Like you don't see it, you don't see too many guys at his level. Well, have, a, a true freshman, yeah, true at his freshman, age, true freshman. Man, it's fun to watch him pitch. And what a great story, Coach Littlewood said. Sime hadn't seen him pitch since his junior year, and offered him. Oh one. There's a ball hit out to Peterson. He's got it. This should do it. Throw to first. Cougars shut out the Huskies. Four to nothing. Great job by BYU as they win the series. Preserve the shutout for Justin Sterner. And a great job by Reed McLaughlin. Just like he's done all year. Yeah, fantastic job coming in. Zim didn't pitch that bad. The one walk got him in trouble. Um, But you go to your trusty guy in Reed and he gets two fly outs and a ground out and you win the series. Fantastic weekend for the Cougs. Really was. Uh, we're going to send it back, uh, back with a post game report right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 